It's the Tiltcast, episode 484, Melee Guns. And this week, guys, we talk Final Fantasy XIV, Phoenix Point, Shocker. and Back for Blood with Justin's use of melee guns. Stay tuned. Kick rifles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Woo, woo, woo. And we're back. Woo! Um, it is the Tiltcast, and it is Late. October 16th at 9.45 p.m. Um, it's an M-rated show. I'm Nas. I'm Jason. I'm Rusty. And get ready for some amount of time's worth of bullshit. Bullshit. Some games, some news. Um, mm. We're back in mm. studio all together. Wee-wee. Yeah. It's, uh, Feels good. Yeah. Feels um, good. Almost didn't happen because uh, fucking sleep schedule's all fucked up right now. I mean, now. at least I can see Jason's face half the time this time. I don't have to worry about maybe his naked wife running across the background or something weird like that, right? I mean, I mean, yeah. Did you find a, a, a background app for Discord yet? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I figured out how to finagle that through OBS. Okay, you got it. You got it working. Yeah. Okay, all right. So now, so, now he can. Now, now he can put uh, put on now, his persona. Now for, now be, for it to be perfect, I need to figure out a way to rig a a drawable green screen in the ceiling of my bedroom. Well, so. you, you, or you could just, <laughs> or you could just use the um, the uh, 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 V2, yeah, yeah, VTuber fucking like you know, uh, fursona and just go for it. Um, you can I don't be, think so. No. I'm not you, sure what a fursona is. You, you can be a uh, a, a very expressive animated bear <laughs> i'm okay with <laughs> not Come i on. mean if anybody's a bear here it's probably me <laughs> okay to be honest i'm, I'm the fuzziest person here okay. not just beard but in <laughs> overall hair okay uh, <laughs> we're just gonna I, um i, I could I, be wearing a suit well as the hairless one here i will go ahead and just uh point out i mean you're basically a salamander <laughs> Fuck you. And uh, you're not wrong. I will um, say <laughs> I'm more like a polar bear in the fact that most of my hair is clear. However, it is still there and it is plentiful. Oh, are we okay? I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm like blonde, brown, and white at this point and red. I'm a calico. Well, I'm a. Uh... I am now uncomfortably actually looking at people's arm hair at the moment. <laughs> Here, get you a closer look, Rusty. Look at that. You. Like, stop. Um, <laughs> no, Justin wins on the arm hair. He is basically a, he's, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. basically half wolf right now. Yeah. Look at the fucking leg hair on this motherfucker. Like, if he ran a, a fucking, like, racing stripe up his fucking leg with a fucking razor, you'd notice. Oh, very much so. Uh, so, he wins. He is he is Wolfman. I mean, basically just got a natural fursuit. Okay, then. <laughs> oh, okay, then. <laughs> they love you at the Eagle. He's, he I mean, is, they did. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, D they'd love you, they, but don't let them love you at I the I mean, eagle. I'm just saying, like, they, they two, like good friends, two good friends of mine used to be their wingman at a gay mm -hmm. bar, right? So our friend Sean Paul and my friend yep. Kenneth, 
and they always gave me discount Guinness, and then I made sure they didn't get too drunk and do anything stupid, so... There's a reason there was why a, they were trying sev- to get you drunk. There were several <laughs> years that I went up there probably once a week. Yeah. They, because they of love the cheap their, beer, huh? I mean, Ju- yeah. I mean, Justin and everybody's I Everybody's super friendly. Justin I mean, and I obviously. both know from experience they like their bears up there. Mm-hmm. It's like, so it's a gay bar, but it is a bear bar. Yeah. It is, everybody there is a biker or like a very blue jeans wearing... Like beer, beer growing, like yeah. man's man, gay man, like that's just what it is. Yep. So like everybody up there, you might as well be a trucker, a biker, a bouncer, an iron worker, and then you know whatever. But yeah, and then lots of beards. YMCA in, on Friday night. Lots of beard. Lots of uh, lots of beards and mustaches in that place. Um, but like. Amazing service. They would turn me away at the door. <laughs> so I mean, I, I don't know what the I don't know what the term is. It's not a it's not a salamander. <laughs> I'm gonna off. have to hit I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to phone a friend. A phone a friend on this one. <laughs> what do they call these uh hairless apes? I mean uh, No, I'm not gonna do it tonight. Yeah. I mean, why yeah. not? Like look Kenneth, do you wanna be on a podcast? Look <laughs> <laughs> look, look it up. Google is your friend. You can answer just about any question on Google. <laughs> and he's going to have this on his search history forever. There's all sorts of shit on my search history. He's like, what is a fursuit? <laughs> okay. Talks amongst yourselves. It is puppy time. It's puppy time. <laughs> I think, I think he's an otter. Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> There's all sorts of animals. I just got to figure out which animal you are. Nope, none of those. Nope, he's not an otter. Definitely not a wolf. <laughs> Naked mole rat. I am not a mole man. <laughs> I am not a mole man. I don't think I have a term for this. Can't find it. That means that it's. <laughs> the fucking dog is like reading my face. <laughs> okay, it's time. That means I can come up with a new name, and it's definitely not going to be Salamander, you... Salamander is just fits. <laughs> Shaved Smokey. And an iguana? An iguana? Come on now, I'm not... I'm not that rough. I'm definitely... Definitely a meat eater, so that can't be it. Um, Komodo. <laughs> <laughs> like a dragon, baby. <laughs> he is the walrus. <laughs> I don't have a mustache. If I had a mustache, that would that would work. Well, would you rather be a, be a walrus or a seal? I mean, a walrus. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Cuckoo, cachoo, baby. 
Giggity. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, anyways, <laughs> what you been up to, Jason? Oh, man. Don't want to too be m- clubbing no baby seals. Too many things to count. <laughs> um, none of which was actually playing games this week, because family life stuff. Ew. Ew. Family life. Like, social Ew. interaction. Ew. Ew. I'll tell you. No, the kids just had a ton going on this week. So every night after work, there was something going. Oh, you know? okay. Well, that sucks. But uh interesting thing happened. Uh, the, uh, the place where... Uh, where my where I work uh, got struck by lightning wait what? Thursday night like that happens because it's a fucking tower but but yeah are you oh you mean uh, work got struck by lightning yeah I apparently you you. it was bad enough that it uh, took out one of the primary power circuits to the building you mean it so, didn't hit the fucking like so at 12, rod? No. So at twelve thirty, building lost all primary power. Nice. That sounds. Oh my god. So I get I get a call shortly after five a.m. Um, the the manager's telling me the the building's been without power since around midnight and uh uh it was still going to be so you know when you get in need you to work out where people are going to be etc because of course the nature of our business we do have a couple of the office spaces that have that we lease has uh is on the un- same in uninterrupted power that the hospital's on uh-huh um, but you know, that reduces our workspace down to basically a quarter so of what shoulder it normally to shoulder, is. man. Um, close quarter contact. So, of course, we only had critical departments there, which was basically my department and and the dispatching department. So, all day was basically spent managing people around the building in the hot room to keep everything going yeah basically mm. um and of course primary primary powers down so the so the air exchange systems running at minimum power in the hot room which the means hot, it hot all room. starts getting stuffy I'll that, tell you. that was a great day it was supposed to be back on by noon at the latest. Ended up, it didn't turn back on till I was leaving. Oof. Isn't that great? <laughs> that timing, though. No kidding. I was actually in an elevator because I had to take equipment back up to our normal floor, which had no power. Of course, they still have one elevator running, right? Mm-hmm. So I take some equipment back up but on my way out. And I'm in the elevator going back down to the lobby. And the power goes in. It's like, boom. And the elevator stops. And I'm like, oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> elevator goes dark for a solid 10 seconds. And I'm like, 
Oh. Well, fuck me. <laughs> That's and like then, boom, name. power's back on. That's like a fucking nightmare right there. <laughs> you know, the fucking power goes out in the in an elevator. Of course, it goes, like, pitch black in that motherfucker, right? Yeah. yeah and the last fucking thing you're thinking of is, oh, God, am I going to fall? How far up am I? I, I actually wasn't worried about the elevator just falling as much as I was shit. How long am I going to be here? My wife arranged for the kids to be gone so we can actually have a date (laughs) night for the first time in like a year. And then we're stuck in an elevator. And now I'm going to be stuck in an elevator (laughs) for four or five hours until they get somebody to come get me out. (laughs) All right. Well, (laughs) and then the lights came back on. So as I finished that thought and I was like, Oh, thank God. Uh, The next fucking thing I'd have been doing is pull my phone out. Look for the fucking escape hatch. Do they have a you know an in ceiling escape hatch like they do in the movies? Uh, <laughs> well, it did have, it did actually stop at a floor solid because I could see the emergency lights from the other side. Oh yeah, but the way the elevators are set up is you have to get, you have to get both sides going to get oh. them open, and you didn't have a crowbar. Fucking bingo. So, like, I could get one side open by myself, but somebody would have to be on the other side to get it. Fucking Gordon Freeman, he is not. Exactly. <laughs> so, that that was fun. And then Crystal and I making our date to an escape room, which was interesting doing with only two people. Where did you go? Uh, Andy B's has escape rooms now. Oh, nice. Um, How much do they cost at Andy B's? Uh, 20 bucks a person. That's not bad. That's not bad about an at hour. All. Yeah. Um, and they let you do it with a minimum of two, which I feel like we did pretty decent. We we didn't get all the way through it, so we didn't get out. Um, mainly He's still stuck in the you know, in the mainly because uh, mainly because one of their uh, one of their locks was kind of hitchy, and even though we had the correct code for the lock, uh-huh. we weren't. We weren't getting the thing in exactly the right spot. It was kind of finicky. Somebody had to come do it for us, and they gave us extra time. But we got three quarters of the way through, which I felt like was pretty good, considering normally those are set up for, like, four to six people to be solving clues. And so for only two people, we did all right, and we did their hardest room. So... So that was pretty fun. But otherwise, really, I haven't done a whole lot this week. Been, just been a whole lot of work and kids' events. Like today was all day basketball because both kids had two games. Damn. Yeah. And of course, each one of their games, there was a game happening in between it. So is it all at the same place? Yeah. All at uh, the YMCA. Down so you there. had to watch three games in a row, uh, basically. Or what we did was we actually went and like got a snack or something in between each game, you know. But that still meant so you're we there were, for like six we hours. Were, that still meant we were at the YMCA from eleven in the morning until four in the afternoon. Damn, and then That's a lot of basketball. Yeah. That's a lot of YMCA right there. 
that is a lot of YMCA. And of course, they've got stuff going on all three of their courts because they've got all these youth sports. So it's nothing but gym sound. Deafening gym sound the <laughs> entire time. And smelly, sweaty kids. And screaming parents because everybody thinks their seven or eight-year-old is the next fucking Michael Jordan and they're playing basketball at the YMCA. Come on, people. Look, you got to start somewhere. I'm just saying. There might be another Michael Jordan in there. Uh, I'm just saying that not every time somebody bumps your kid is a foul. Oh, but it is. Oh, but it is. And I every am not fucking that and every parent is a coach. Every parent and a referee. I am not that parent. I'm the parent trying to police the other parent because they're being fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I am the dude that stays as far away from YMCA as possible. I, I'm the guy who's been a coach, been a referee, been all of that, and I'm like, just shut the fuck up, people. Yeah. Or you just don't go. <laughs> you stay the fuck away. I mean, um, that's uh, what I'm not doing. Right. Um, I, mm, mm. I mean, the closest I got to that is the kiddo had her cheer competitions, and sometimes when Jessa wasn't here, I had to be the lonely 30-person, 30 30-something 30 male sitting up in the stands cheering on cheerleader, it, which I made friends with. cheer moms. Yeah. I can't I, imagine a worse environment than that. I made friends with a couple of them to make sure the, that they didn't fucking, like, turn on me like I was some kind of weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would show up sometimes to practice right and then just hang out and this is like taming a couple lions in a pride so that they've like come to your aid if the pride comes after you as you know like <laughs> i just did not want to be dude. in that awkward situation so there were several times that i just went in there and it was like dude hey, i i thought like baseball i'm engaged moms her and, mother <laughs> i thought like baseball moms and soccer moms were brutal cheer moms though Oh, God. It, well, so one thing that does absolutely help is the girl that's been cutting my hair for 20 years is one of the cheer moms. So that was the first person. Oh, I, well, then I, you I had an in. Yeah. So she's like, what are you doing here? I was like, that's oh. my fiance's daughter. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. We're not going to kill him, kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's not a creeper. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I remember the first time I went up there was back when I had grown my beard out really long, too. So I looked extra bad. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You were. So when I had it like down to chest length. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to be the hermit. Yeah. Um, that, that, that's what they, Crystal and I already discussed was she kind of once get Mally into gymnastics or cheer, and I said, I will stay as far away from it unless it's an absolute emergency because I can't handle those Well, people. before she could drive, I mean, I was driving her to practice a lot of times, too. Yeah. And Jessa wanted me to do that to, you know, start to build some kind of relationship with her daughter. Uh, Integrate. And the kid didn't want to drive that often until well past she was 16, so I was driving her to cheer a lot. I, uh, yeah, the last, 
See, the last time I went to any and I was sport, doing that up till about a year ago. Last time I've, I've been to any sporting event was... Your head got painted blue. Yes. When I went as part of the Blue Man crew with a big golden oh, TU. TU on the forehead. Uh, and I realized, I quickly realized that me and live sports do not mix. Doesn't matter... Uh, it, I mean, it didn't help I mean, any. It didn't help that any I was, that you got the wrong paint. Not only did I, not only did I get the wrong. Well, I got the right paint. I got it's just grease paint, right? It was it was grease paint. It was perfect for what I was doing because it survived a lot of oh, wait, sweating. No, no, it was the liquid shaver you tried using before that. It killed my hair follicles, and yes, I looked like a nuclear baby afterwards. Um. Uh, but <laughs> dude, he burnt his scalp uh, so bad. I mean, it was it while the grease paint was on, it was perfectly fine because I had a layer of like you know oil on my head. As soon as I went to tr- remove that stuff, and of course, when you remove grease paint, what do you use? Uh, you, yeah, some some form of thinner. Um, and if you have a raw head and you are using basically paint thinner um you feel it oh boy do you feel it and uh i don't remember much of it because the day i went you know to the uh the the game it had been rained out he he was so blitzed by the time he got home it had been uh, delayed because of rain in the area. And, of course, if it's, like, if there's lightning anywhere within, like, 10 miles of a freaking field, they delay it, right? Um, so they delayed the game for, like, an hour, which, I mean, this is right, ne- you know, right near uh, the campus. And that campus just happens to have a load of bars right across the street. Uh, so I, in full blue man face paint, go to the fucking bar and just get blitzed. (laughs) And then halftime happens and it gets delayed at halftime because of, you know, because of rain, uh, thunderstorms. So that's more time to go over to the, you know, you know, the bar and get re-blitzed. Back when the time we all drank a lot more. Uh, yeah. And I mean, this was, yeah, I was not, it wasn't me being a lightweight. This was, this was me well, like, spending a lot of money. <laughs> was it like four or five years ago, just all of a sudden something snapped and we just stopped drinking? It's because we aged. It's, it's age, sir. Well, um, I got children um, and stopped drinking. I, Rusty, I get, Rusty I, started always, hating the migraines afterward. I've always gotten migraines, and you know, every time I've drank, I just dealt with them. Um, that that day, I was, I I was I was over blitzed. I I, <laughs> I do definitely remember being in full, you know, blue face paint, like neck, you know, front to back, full blue all the way. Like I was wearing a blue shirt. You know, blue hot, uh, you know, blue face paint with a big golden TU on the forehead, and um, um, I'm sitting there drinking a beer, staring at a at a cop, and uh, and he just kind of like looks at me, and 
he tells me I have to get off of the property because I was at a gas station. Uh, and uh, uh, I put the can down, not in the trash. And he gets on the freaking horn and says, in the trash. And I'm like, oh, okay, fine. All right. And I like stumble back to the game. And then I remember um, yelling, kill him. <laughs> and during a... During the football game, I'm like, kill him, murder him, maim him, destroy him, oh my god, roar. And I was like, just fucking like, I don't, I don't know how I didn't get pulled out of the stadium. Like, I was obnoxious. <laughs> uh, that was the last time I went to a live... Which, which I'm sure matched Damon at that moment. Uh, I mean, no, I think he was really, like, he was, he was not... Not cool with not how feeling it. I mean, I didn't get asked to go to any more TU games after that. Just saying. <laughs> um, um, yeah, yeah I, I, I was a little overboard, uh, but I was also very, very drunk. drunk. <laughs> I was very drunk. Um, and the whole blue face paint was um, just so that I could get the tickets for free from him. <laughs> he dared me. He's like, you will never do this. And I'm like, you want to bet? <laughs> and uh yeah i uh i just really wish i had actually shaved my head instead of used nair oh my god it's the worst worst idea possible um i'm still feeling it to this day i mean well I mean, a, a live college football game's not much different than a concert just saying I guess so. I think I've only been to a couple of them. It's because I lived right across the street from OSU, and it's kind of like, eh, why not? I'm bored. And I have, I think at the time, like it was basically I could go, I think, ten times before I had to pay. Oh, yeah. Because I was doing Because you were a student. Yeah. Yeah. So I just I literally was like from here to that street that runs behind my house. Like, that's... If the neighborhood across the street was the field, that's where how far it was. Damn. So it's when you get up on top of your roof and start I, watching that shit. I did. You did? Yeah. Okay. See, I did that's... it a couple times and then the couple of different presidents that spoke. Um, so I watched them from the roof because I didn't really want to go in. Right. But I just wanted to say I did. So, you know. It is what it is. Um I will tell you I know Rusty hasn't been sleeping much because he's got things and stuff going on that he can't really talk about. But um, I've been waiting for interviews for a new position at work. And I have been through that process a lot in the last week. So I was at work on one of my two of my three days off, which I guess was needed. Um but that is a source of anxiety that is now gone. And so like yesterday afternoon um, through today, I've been playing a lot of games. I know yesterday. So John from Pupcast came over and then Matt, that's been on the show. My friend Dave came over and I made them some burrito tacos. Um, and they turned out really fucking good. In fact, there's like zero leftovers right now. Um. So I, did, I knew I did something right. Um, and, you know, my white bread friends didn't really know what they were. And I was just like, well, 
Uh, think of it as like, yeah, it's Mexican gravy. That's what we're going to call it. It's a, a red chili reduction that I guess for the sauce. It's, it's not hot, guys. It's great. Yeah, super tasty. But yeah, it's kind of like tamales. It's kind of like the red sauce you have on a tamale, except there's a whole lot more onions and there's beef instead of chicken stock. Um, and then a lot of the other flavors are very similar. But beef stock with a lot of onion does make that sauce taste quite a bit different. Um, almost no salt, salt, but a lot of the flavor comes from all the fat from the chuck roast. Yeah. So Sounds great. Yeah. So we ate, ate that, you know, <coughs> talked all night last night. And then me and Matt have been playing some video games. I've been playing on and off more Phoenix Point. That seems like it's the campaign that never ends. That is so fucking long. Um, I think I'm close to beating it, but not quite there yet. But we uh, we played some Back for Blood. Ah, yeah. The um, zombie game that came out recently. Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with Back for Blood. You would. Um, I mean, great. <clears throat> that game's good with people you know, and okay with people you don't. And, and terrible downright with bots. And down, well, it doesn't play with bots hardly ever. So you can play single player, but you don't really get much out of it other than understanding kind of the layout of the levels. Um, but the objectives change a lot in that game, so it's not like you're memorizing anything like where certain things are. Layout of different rooms change each run. Um, layout of pickups change each run. The types of enemies and mutations they have change each run. So really you're unlocking these card packs, which are kind of like a loadout, right? So the card packs are things like crouching gives you damage resistance plus 10% accuracy, or um, you're going to have 10% ammo or 20% damage, but no aiming down sights. Um, it does have friendly fire, just like left for dead had. Um, which means people in front need to crouch while people in the back stand up and shoot. And you're going to hit people occasionally. Like, that's just a thing. Um, but, yeah, it is definitely more fun with people you know. I've tried it a couple times with people I didn't know just jumping in a quick play. And, of course, me not knowing anything about it when I tried it initially, I was like, okay, I'm not having fun because everybody's hauling ass and I don't know what I'm doing. Right? Then I waited for Matt to get on on Thursday night. And we tried it out and ran through a campaign, and then I had some kind of connectivity issue and dropped and didn't get the extra four, they call them cleaners or characters, right, um, that he got from it, like him and two randos, and my character turned into a bot, um, completed that part of the campaign. And so today, I really wanted to play, like, dreaming about the game, like, I really wanted to play. And... Um, I hit up Nimp on Twitter and was like, hey, when do you play? And then he finally responded this evening about a couple hours before you guys got here. He's like, hey, you want to play some Back for Blood? I was like, yes, let's jump in. And so it does have cross-play with literally everything, right? So Matt was playing on Steam because he refused to get Game Pass, right? I was playing the Game Pass version on PC and I cross-played with him on Steam. And then Nimp was playing on Xbox One, and I was cross-playing with him from PC to him playing on Xbox. 
Okay. I mean, um, that's great. So, and it cross plays with PlayStation, <laughs> Xbox, and PC, and Steam, and Epic, and all of that shit. It's about goddamn time. Like, to, you know, to be honest, the, the, the cross play thing really needed to happen, like, fucking yeah. years ago. Like, um, and it doesn't seem like um, there's really any issue with it. Like, it loads when it loads, right? Like, I'm not, you see a thing when people are ready, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm running on my NVMe, so like, the loading screens go super fucking fast for me, right? Yeah. But, like, there's a four-minute cooldown time for between matches anyway. So, and it's very PvE-focused. It is not a, as far as I can tell, it's not a PvP game like Left 4 Dead could be. So, the infected aren't, at least not in this current mode, aren't playable, or at least to my knowledge, aren't playable by other characters. Yeah, there's PvP modes that exist in that game. It's just, uh, it's not the main focus. Well, it's, I can tell you the the main focus is very much PvE and cooperation, which I'm all about. Um, it is running a lot smoother than it did in beta, I will say that much. Um, the weird split-screen tearing thing I was running where it seemed like it was rendering both halves of my screen in 4K, like 1440 on the top and 1440 on the bottom. Um, it's definitely not happening now. I'm pretty sure that was just the way that that was being rendered. It's a rendering situation, so they'd probably get that fixed anyway. Um, I just showing Jason, like, even, like, fully fucking chaotic. I Granted, I'm not running on a shitty system. I've got a pretty supreme system right now. But I could tell you, you could probably run this at 1080 and it would look really good. Um... But, yeah, it's running very much lock 60, no issues, um, running on super settings, and it's got all the DLSS settings. I'm running on DLSS quality. Um, and it looks super sharp, super clean, and it is fucking chaotic. And it is absolutely left for dead, but it is left for dead on fucking steroids. It's It's good. If you like Left 4 Dead. This actually has more variety than Left 4 Dead. Um, it's longer. There's more to the campaign and they haven't added anything yet. Um, and there are definitely some very memorable moments in the way that they categorize the chaos. Um, but it does have a very roguelike element. So what you're earning between runs is a few things. So let me just kind of list them out so I kind of remember. So you're getting your cards right. You build a card layout, and I'll go under what a card layout does for you. So you're earning skins You're based on what you do and the objectives you complete in each mission. You're earning skins for your characters, skins for your guns, you know, the way that your character sheet looks, etc. Um, and you're, look, you're earning... Um, i trying to think. Those are basically the three things. So let me explain what the loadouts are. So, every character has a default loadout that they have, right? So, like, um, using Mom, I guess, is the one I've been using a lot because she's got a really fast revive. Each character kind of has, like, a core skill and a core loadout. So, she starts off with a sawed-off for her sidearm, and she starts off with a shotgun, or, uh, yeah, uh, basically a .30-06 for her main gun. So, it's not quite a .30-06. They call it a hunting rifle, but it's basically like a semi-auto carbine 
Okay. Right. So like an AR-15, but it looks like a .30-06. Um, so anyways, that's what she starts off with. But when you start the level, there are weapons laying around so you can switch what weapons you start off with. As you're going through the level, um, you pick up lots of different things for your weapons. So scopes, magazines, um, stocks, things like that to adjust the way that gun feels and the way it plays. And you can get melee guns, melee guns, melee weapons, or guns, um, sidearms. And the sidearms all function very differently. I've shown Jason, like, there's a Glock, there's an auto Glock, there's a Beretta, there's a burst fire Beretta, there's a Tech 9, there's a Desert Eagle, there's a 357, um, there's a sawed off shotgun, you've got like a machete, an axe, a hatchet, and a baseball bat. This is crazy that I remember this much. I've really liked playing this so far. There's four different shotguns. Um, there are four different assault rifles. So you got a SCAR, an M16, a AK-47, and an M4. And then you've got something called a Phoenix sniper rifle, which I have never heard of that before. It's like a... I would say this is actually like a... Basically like a .30-06 bolt action. Um, not lever action, right? And then you've got a M1, a Beretta, and another in that hunting rifle. Then you've got our Beretta, a Barrett, and then you've got a M60, basically machine gun, but they call it something completely different. But it's basically an M60, and they've got a the Russian version of that, and then. What? I'm just tweeting at Gearbox official melee guns. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, just, you know, putting that out there. (laughs) Yeah, it's also got, so there's some weapons that cross over with ammo. So, like, they've got an MP5, um, an Uzi, and a couple of a couple of other like small subcompact SMGs. The problem with using those guns is they share your pistol ammo. So if you're going to use that, you might as well use a melee gun, a melee gun, (laughs) a melee weapon. Yes. And then, you know, like there's some single shot rifles, like the quote unquote hunting rifle that use rifle ammo instead of sniper rifle ammo, um, which seems kind of weird. So like when you're playing, right, you have a limited amount of ammo. And you can drop ammo for your friends. So, like, you can hit for on PC, you hit tab and you can just right click ammo you're not using, right? Like, I might have picked up shotgun ammo and I'm not using a shotgun. So, I might drop that for somebody. Um, but all of these weapon attachments make it each of the guns feel quite a bit differently. And I felt like, like, you pick as you're going through, you're going to find crates that have like weapon attachments or separate weapons and stuff like that. And you kind of swap on the fly, like, Hey, maybe we're like, everybody's using a shotgun for some reason, and I need to switch to a gun that doesn't use shotgun ammo. So maybe the next crate that I see has a, uh, you know, an MP, uh, an, an M1 in it or something like that. So now that I'm not sharing ammo with everybody, I'm not going to be out as much. But the sidearms actually feel really good. Like, generally the way that you play is you use your sidearm until you get to the bigger hordes or the bigger enemies, and then you flip to your primary weapon, 
right? But your sidearm actually works really good most of the time. Like even on some of the boss monsters, I was had a point where I had a Uzi, but I also had a Desert Eagle, and I was using the Desert Eagle on the harder enemies, and I was using the Uzi on the trash essentially. So, okay. but <clears throat> the weapons feel snappy. They sh- they have good impact. They have really good uh, bullet dynamics. I think um, they feel they feel good. The sounds sound really good too. Uh, the way things die is really satisfying. I'm just okay. Um, just literally like just it is very. It is a very mindless game that takes some coordination and it's very adrenaline pumping. Um, but generally saying, speaking, though, the way the cards work, right, is as I've unlocked more cards, I need to go in and edit my decks. So, like, if I'm going to go primarily shotgun build, if I'm playing, not quick play, but I'm playing with Nymp or Matt, because I like playing shotgun build, I'm going to set up things that give me more stagger with a shotgun. Like, one of the reasons the shotgun's good, aside from sweeping out multiple enemies at a time is that I can use it to stagger bigger enemies. So I shoot them in the legs. They're going to stagger. Even I think if I shoot them in the chest, they'll still stagger. And that'll give people time to shoot them before they get within melee range, essentially. There's a lot of big enemies. There's a lot more special infected than there ever was in Left 4 Dead as well. Um, So like there's these guys that blow up kind of like the boomer did, right? But not nearly as easy to kill. There's these guys that will immobilize you. I think they're called a stinger. Um, there's nothing. There's something kind of like a hunter that comes up and like starts dragging you away. Um, they've got a one that's super hard to kill that has a huge hand that will come up and grab you and lift you way up in the air and start choking you to death. And he's got a little bit of weak spot that everybody has to aim at to shoot at him to kill him, but he's mostly armored. Um, there's one that's basically got a big club arm that comes waddling through and then they got these huge boss monsters that spawn randomly that are the one I ran into is called an ogre that's huge um, that does basically a lot of melee damage basically like a tank yeah but you know they focus on the weak spot stuff and then like the variants will be like oh well everything's armored except for this one weak point so they're turned into a bullet sponge essentially unless you're hitting them in the spot you need to hit them in this end right so yeah. they can obviously render more enemies than they've ever rendered before, um, right. which makes the waves like there's a point where you're going across this broken bridge to a boat and the objective is to blow up the boat and then move on to the next area. So you go all the way up this bridge and there's a boat in between both portions of the bridge, right in the broken part of the bridge. So as you're going up this bridge, there are, like, I want to say they're dumping a hundred on you at a time, which is a lot to kill. So you're basically like, hopefully you got a pretty good melee person, like up in front, like just knocking shit around. And it's very chaotic. Um, I think we went through several different revives getting through that little chunk. Cause there's just so much going on. Once you get to the boat, you get to a point where you can set up a minigun and then three people load up on bombs, and then you run down into the lower decks of the boat to set charges, and then everybody hauls ass, because you got a minute once you set all the charges, to get off the boat when you're swimming through tons and tons and tons of enemies to get to the boat. And so usually 
whoever makes it there first jumps on the minigun and just starts mowing shit down on the top deck while you guys are just hauling ass through it. And there's just explosions and action, and it is very, very frenetic and chaotic and fun. It's just I it's mean, Left 4 Dead on 11, like, and I've, I liked Left 4 Dead, but, like, this is just, it's just better. Should, <laughs> it should make you feel like you have to move, though. I mean, that's oh, it's, the epitome of those games. Yeah, there's not a lot of quiet in between, um, but it does save your campaign, so, like, where me and Nymp quit, I can just pick that campaign back up with all the different modifiers it's been rolling. Like, it'll add a modifier like, oh, somebody needs to pick up this crate of medicine as they're going through the level, right? And you're only going to find it if you find it and you search everything. You have a currency called copper that you find all throughout the level. And what you use the copper for is to buy different weapons or attachments for your weapons or more health kits or things like that in between each level. And that's run specific. So you use that money to buy, you know, there's no regenerating jam health like there is in any other game right it's old school and you got health kits and shit but the game itself um i've had a blast with it this i'm i'm glad this came out it's easy to see why people like this game okay and i don't give a fuck about the trope because i've liked the trope before it was a trope hmm um, it's the best thing to come out this year. This has the same kind of chaos level that you get from Vermintide, if not more. It's great. I'm I'm happy for it. I will not touch it. I will be downloading it. It's I just it's the best time to this week. It's the best. It's the best multiplayer thing that's come out since Vermintide too. And that's the that and and it's just fucking sad that it had to be fucking zombies. To be honest with you, I it's uh, the team that started it. I know, but still, I'm please, for Christ's sake, fucking come up with some other trope. Like seriously, uh, <laughs> I I I. I'm gonna. I will fucking stand firm on it. I'm just, just not. You gonna, make your cookies and be bored. Me and me and Jason will have fun. I'm not gonna be bored. I'm never. I'm never bored. I, I have. I haven't been fucking bored for fucking months. And that's, and that's saying something because you know how fucking crazy I was going before all this. I was going nuts trying to fucking find a game to play, and I and I went back to Final Fantasy fourteen and bam, I'm good. You know, I'm I'm fucking set. <clears throat> I don't know if they did another Dead Rising that was good. Besides that travesty that was four, I would be playing Dead Rising again. Yeah, like it, good zombie games are few and far between. But I, again, that one was like I I can't fully describe my disdain for the you know for zombie games the zombie genre in general um because it doesn't necessarily fall into the same um the game mechanics and the the game mechanics could be great it's that it's fell back on a lazy fucking trope that makes me disappointed so hard that it just makes me not want to play what could be mechanically a great game. Um, it could have been 
fucking scarecrows for all I care. You know, it could be fucking like, um, it, it could be fucking rabid fucking. I mean, you know, we tried, we tried playing aliens. Well, okay. But that was a game that had a good trope, but bad mechanics. If you took aliens and added back for blood mechanics, put them together. You've got a game I can play. That's and and that is what really drives me fucking crazy about you know about this like, um, fucking Second Extinction. If it had more content, uh, or it had you know it had better mechanics to it, that would I'm be just a good fucking game for me. Since I love zombies so much, it's just for me. It, it is. I understand. It makes money, but it is also over fucking done. And I want for there's some change for every hundred zombie games. There's two good ones, and that's true. And that's part of the problem with the genre. So, here, like I can name them on my hand in the last ten years: Dying Light, Dying Light. I mean, fucking Seven Days to Die. Okay. Back for Blood now, or Left for Dead, right? Okay. Dead Rising. Take it or leave it. And mostly leave it. And that's basically it. Wow. Um, fuck you, Resident Evil. Fuck you and, and your fucking eyeballs. I haven't, um, played, I haven't played Resident Evil in a while. <laughs> that's the I thing. Mean, like, well, there hasn't... I know that a lot of people are up on... They're just... The <clears> game's... <throat> Now are all about replaying it over and over and over again, wow. and I'm that weird person that really liked. I think was it five that was in was it in Africa? Yeah, well, yeah uh, and I liked yeah. it because it me and Trent, action. it was action based, and me and Trent played it co op. Um, the survival horror thing I used to like a lot, and it just wore thin on me. I I don't. I'm I'm already an anxious enough person. I don't need the extra anxiety. I don't feel anxious playing the power fantasy zombie game. Right. Well, of and all I like of those, this. I like the post-apocalyptic setting. Of all of those, the only one that I really can say that I actually enjoyed was Dying Light, and it was not because of the zombies. It was because fucking parkour. Like that that game was ninety five percent parkour for me, um, and that was that was what sold me on that game, not the zombies. <clears throat> but I will say again, so far, it's not God just damn. new shiny for me. Like the way it plays, the way it changes objectives, the how dynamic it is. They've obviously gotten a lot better with the quote unquote director. Um. This is a big comeback from them because they did try something without zombies. It's called Evolved, if you remember, mm-hmm. that nobody fucking played. Well, how how many? Um, and it turned asymmet- into cash, and then it turned to Cash Grab City. How many asymmetrics do you, do you do you see me playing? The asymmetrics are kind of like you know, it's kind There's of some a people weird... that really like um, what is it called? Uh, fucking um, Dead by Dead, Daylight. Dead by Daylight. Yeah. The, one that's all the different horror movies. Yeah, well, the the there's a there's a pretty hardcore community around it. There's a guy that works for me that 
has like every single pack for that. Yeah, because it's there's basically like, all the movie monsters that you know. There's like twenty of them now, right? Yeah, um, and they're fairly inexpensive. So like, I think they're like ten bucks a pack. That's inexpensive. I mean, if you're gonna play it over and over and over again, I guess. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't know the the. So the only asymmetric game that I actually played was not a very good one. That was uh, Friday the 13th. Yeah, we had some quote-unquote fun with that. Um, but That, that would have been Dead by Daylight, except Dead, for Day- Dead by Daylight took over. Right. The um, I didn't play Evolve, um, but I wanted to. It was just by the time I was ready to pick that game up, it had died. Um, yeah, and they had some crazy cash grab bullshit in that game. Right. Which like, also killed the game. I it think. was just it was just one of those those things like I was thinking about picking it up, but I didn't know necessarily whether or not I wanted to play with randoms and that was what I would have had to do. Well and like speaking of randoms, like if you have at least one other person I've found that it's been they they have a couple of different social systems that are really good. So one of those social systems is You've got a ping, right, which you can bind. Yeah. Um, you've also got a button you can hold down to give additional information, but the ping will let you, if you ping a, you know, a special enemy, it's going to throw a skull over them. Or if you ping a weapon, it's going to show that weapon through walls to everybody as to what it is. And your character will say, oh, it's a sniper rifle. Or, oh, that's a bandage. Or, oh, that's pills. Or, oh, that's a grenade or a Molotov or whatever, right? Yep. So that in its own was good enough to kind of give people an idea of what you're going for or and everybody seems to use that mechanic a lot. Like there's been a couple of times where I got into a couple of potato matches with people that really um were really 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 bad. And then we just left the match and started over after we all died. That way it would give us new people. But I would say at the very least, you do need to play with at least one other person so that the randos you play with are you at least have a chance. Um, but it will fill the randos with bots if they drop. The bots aren't terrible. Um, and in fact, like if you need to get into the safe room, they just teleport into the safe room if all the human players are there. So, if, Which is fine. So you don't have to worry about a bot being left behind that got stuck in a room or whatever so back for blood in my opinion so far has been super good um i also played the rift breaker yeah that that came out uh that came out on game pass yeah um so far it runs really good um it is a weird hybrid game of a lot of different genres so rift breaker is Base building, automation of resources, and an ARPG. Um, and you got a big map, and so you're completing objectives, and you're building up your base, and you're setting up good defenses, and you can teleport all over the map, which is pretty fucking handy. Um, and essentially, you're just like getting materials to upgrade your base, to upgrade your character, to get new weapons so that you can fight things better um, to meet the different story objectives. 
Um, I would recommend playing it on easy because it's not an easy game. And even on easy, it's still fairly challenging. Because I don't understand all the mechanics yet. Yeah, it was... um, It was... um, not easy to get my head around when I was playing the uh, the prologue. Um, might give it you know give it a go here. I'm something to know about the prologue is the prologue will intentionally overwhelm you at the end to show you kind of what happens. Right. So you lose and then you start over from scratch. I mean that was kind of the whole point. But the problem I was having was I wasn't even getting anywhere near the end of the prologue. Like I got my shit pushed in real fast uh the the key thing i would say is don't push objectives until you feel like you're ready so like if you haven't built up your defenses the way that you want you might as well finish building up your defenses before you hit the next wave of things that happen it was just more of like i needed the you know some resources from the enemies uh to be able to do some things and then as soon as you start like fucking around with the enemies then they start swarming your base from multiple directions well once you get the communications hub you start to get upgrades and one of the key upgrades for your weapons is something called a spear versus the sword and the spear will actually shoot out from your walls pretty damn far um whereas the sword only will clip enemies that are right up on your wall Lola pup won't leave me alone just wants her rusty love I'm looking away and she won't stop as soon as I look towards the microphone she full on mouths my hand my hand is full of slobber um but yeah um Riftbreaker I was uh I was gonna go ahead and download that but I've been, well, honestly, I have been super, super duper fucking like into, you know, Final Fantasy as I've talked to about about plenty of times before. Making um, lots of coffee. <clears throat> I have been making less coffee than normal. Um, because crafting What's is only part of that game, right? Um, for your slash paid, it's probably a thousand hours of it. Um. it's probably not i think it's more uh, i think it is closer to the 300 hours uh that uh that we had uh agreed upon last time but um the uh uh the goal that i had set aside for myself you know when i came back to the game was to play all the classes that i hadn't played before uh and to do that before uh, the new expansion, Endwalker, comes out in November 19th. So, uh, just recently, I completed that. I have now got all of my characters to max level, which was very interesting because, of course, I mean, you have to actually level those characters. You have to learn the characters to be able to or, or learn the jobs to be able to do fairly decent with them. Uh, and I hadn't given a lot of those jobs the time of day to be, you know, to be completely honest, I just never tried them. So going through that was really great. Uh, got me, uh, you know, it got me to the point where now I can understand what certain abilities do for other jobs. 
Um, so if I'm healing or if I'm tanking, I can definitely understand what some of the audio cues are and what, you know, why a monk would want you to not want, uh, not move as a tank. Um, same thing with pretty much any melee DPS, to be honest, but, uh, monk for sure, because of the positionals. Um, <clears throat> that aside though, you know, going through that was about, uh, a little over two months worth of grinding. Um, that is a, uh, a lot of levels that I had gotten over those two months. I think, oh gosh, uh, just off the top of my head, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight jobs from like basically zero to level 80. Just a lot of fucking grinding. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, I I spent a lot of time doing that, but in the process of doing that, I was also uh, doing the end game uh, grinding for uh, for the current expansion, Shadowbringers. Uh, and this is very optional co- uh, content to be you know to be completely honest. But the optional content gives you a very shiny weapon uh, called a relic weapon. Uh, every expansion has a relic weapon. And it is specifically built to be a time sink. Um, because, I mean, there's a lot of things that you can do in this game, but if you put a lot of time and effort into a shiny weapon, then you get to carry around a very shiny weapon that very few people actually have. You know? <clears throat> so, I uh, I spent a lot of that time dual-purposing my grinding. I was grinding out levels for, uh, you know, for the jobs that I almost had to 80 while working on the, uh, the relic. And I finished my, uh, white mage relic just last night. Holy fuck. Was that a lot of fucking grinding? (laughs) There was one point, uh, you know, there was one point where you had to get 180 items one item at a time from uh from randomized boss battles in an area um granted you only had to do that step one time per you know for the entirety of like once you've unlocked it you you, you don't have to do it again but that step the 180 step was dumb cuz you could only get certain uh, certain items from certain things, and those uh, those fights spawned totally randomly, and you had to uh, work with other people in the zone to be able to complete those objectives. Uh, so it was going against my antisocial nature uh, to uh, to be able to do a lot of the stuff, uh, and that was. Uh, it was a grind. Uh, I, I, I completed it in a day. <laughs> I, I spent 24 hours on it. Um, Jesus. <laughs> that one step spent 24 hours. Most people spend a week or more on it. Um, I, I did it in 24 hours. Uh, I s- almost stayed up completely. Like I, that day I had insomnia, so I, I just couldn't sleep. Like I went to, you know, went to go to bed failed uh so got up 
continued grinding because I figured if there's any one thing that's going to put me to sleep, it's the same goddamn thing over and over again, right? Apparently, that is not how my brain works. Um, I had to, I, the only time I could actually pass out, the only time I was allowed, my brain allowed me to sleep was when I was done with the step and I was done with that grind. Then my brain said, okay, now you can sleep. Um, so I am wired differently, apparently. Um, if there was something scratchy on the wall that satisfied that same level of serotonin, you would scratch it over and over again. There wouldn't be a wall there because I'd scratch it down. Um, <laughs> the, uh, uh, the thing about the, uh, the, the relic weapons is like, basically your first weapon is the biggest push. Like you have to, you know, spend a lot of time doing it. All of the subsequent weapons, um, don't have those extra grinds in it because you only had to do them once to uh, unlock the feature, right? Uh, so all of the other ones are actually much faster comparatively. Um, so that means now that I've got one done and the other ones are actually easier to do, I now have another grind from now until uh, early November. Um uh, and I have earmarked early November because I'm going to take a break from Final Fantasy for about uh, a couple weeks, about a, a week, maybe two, um, before Endwalker comes out. Uh, and I'm going to take that time. Uh, one of those weeks is going to be uh, Lost Ark's uh, closed beta. Or, yeah, closed beta. Uh, so I'm going to end up playing Lost Ark because, I mean, I've already bought that game. Uh I've been very interested in Lost Ark, and I've really wanted to actually get my hands on that game, but it, of course, got delayed. Uh, so they have, uh, I have to look up the dates again, but it's really early November, and it runs for a week. Um, so I'm going to get my hands on that game uh, and play a little bit of that, because uh, that looks really good. Will it pull me away from Final Fantasy XIV? Probably. Um, especially after what I've seen from Endwalker. Uh, the other thing, uh, with, uh, with Final Fantasy news, honestly, is, uh, uh, the, uh, media tour embargo has lifted. And normally that's a ho-hum statement. Like, okay, you know, the embargo has lifted on a media tour. whoop de do. Um, but somehow Square Enix has made this a event. Um, and that means that streamers and YouTubers that actually were included in the media tour got to release all of their footage from the media tour. They were able to record some of their gameplay of the new expansion, uh, and, you know, showcase some of the job changes and, uh, and then go through, uh, a boss, uh, a dungeon that, you know, that, Square is uh, Square Enix had actually set up for him. Um, and if you've played any of the other Final Fantasies, uh, remember Final Fantasy Four? Uh, there was the Magus Sisters. Um, the Magus Sisters are uh, are the boss, one of the first bosses in in that dungeon. Uh, so or the end boss in that dungeon, they do the Delta attack, you know, ability, and it's 
they've they've all got their own little personalities and it's really it's uh it's it's really cool a lot of good mechanics but it also allowed people to you know went, who went to the media tour to kind of showcase some of the new classes or the new jobs the the sage and reaper jobs uh and see how well they do in a non-training dummy scenario um like healing a dungeon for instance or uh, uh, or doing dps and how well that felt while moving and you know dodging mechanics and things like that uh and um it was uh it was very enlightening it sounds like sage is going to be a challenge to uh you know to heal with which is actually kind of nice uh because healing is kind of brainless right now <laughs> um you know as as for me anyway it's just basically whack-a-mole with you know hit point bars um but uh sage sounds like it's going to be like a laser turret with a healing ability which is kind of nice uh, i really i really want to get my hands on it um reaper just looks over the top fucking special like oh my god reaper looks like everybody's gonna be fighting reaper because Reaper looks fucking like badass. I mean, nice. when you've got a melee job that uses a scythe that allows a demon to possess them so that they can fucking rip people's souls out of their heads. That's pretty crazy nuts. Um so I'm I'm really excited for Endwalker. So that I mean that is that is coming soon. But in, in the meantime, I'm going to be grinding the piss out of, like, relics because that's just the way I do things. Um, I think Jason needs to stand up, so how about this? A little bit. We need to uh, take a break, I'll be, uh, we'll be right back. Back, after much discussion and gnashing of teeth. Yes, because you know, <clears throat> some, some you know some of us have uh, have our uh, have our flavors. So, and uh, we we were attacking each other's. You know, you like orange juice and I like lemonade. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Rusty's love of MMOs and my love of zombies. Right. So, <laughs> so like, motherfucker, I'll have my lemonade, motherfucker. <laughs> I love my lemonade, man. For those of us who don't have 2,000 year, years, 2,000 hours in a year to play any game, um, look, there's the rest of us, and then Rusty will have his MMO quarter. Look. One of us has to represent the MMOs because, holy fuck, there's a lot of people that play them. I'm just I mean, saying. We got at least one friend of the show, Matt, who plays a shitload of MMOs. I mean, he's currently playing New World, and I could care less about that right now. Well, I mean, I looked at New World, and I didn't like exactly what I saw, so I decided against it, and I think that that was probably for the best. Um,. It looked like it was even grindier than Final Fantasy. Well, it wasn't. It doesn't look like a 
fun grind. And that it seems like one of those MMOs that you uh, you pick up, you play for a while, and then you get bored of. Like, and then I don't like getting bored of things. I just kind of like the you know I, I kind of like the feel of Final Fantasy. Uh, I also really love the developers for be, you know, behind Final Fantasy. So I mean, if there's one thing that's going to get me you know, coming back is the attitude of the development team. And the development team is basically one of those people. You know, those I mean. Fucking Yoshi P, the you know the uh, director, he has on multiple occasions said, "Please, if you feel like you need to go play again another game, more power to you, please, because you coming you know, coming back to Final Fantasy, you're going to be able to take those experiences that you experienced in other games, and be able to use that to better your enjoyment of ours." So. He's, you know, he is a, he is an older gamer, just like I am. So, <laughs> um, yeah, Yoshi P is awesome. Um, <clears throat> that said, uh, we have uh, a bit of news we're going to go over. Yeah, I've been, uh, just off the top of my head, there's been some stuff that came out, or it's coming out that was pretty impressive. I know almost nothing about it yet, but I showed you gameplay for, was it Indefensible or Indivisible? In, uh, Invincible. Invin- Invincible? It looked Is like it? it was a retro sci-fi first-person game. I don't, I don't All know. I can tell you is it looked really fucking good. Was it gameplay or was that... I don't know. I don't know. Because it looked That'd... fucking pre-rendered. Basically... Uh, the, it's probably the highest res pre-render I've ever seen. The the video was from the inside of a fucking spacesuit, right? Uh, but it was running at beautiful, like from from a pers- first like, person view. It was it was like eight K, one hundred and twenty FPS. Well, I think one of the things that uh, that gets people on first person is that there's always that. Uh, there's always a feel like your arms are disconnected from your body for some reason. Like if you ever play a first person shooter, the, the idea that your gun is always in the bottom, you know, you know, bottom right hand side of your screen and always in your field of vision means that you're always like carrying Aiming. your gun at the ready. Right. And that is just not how that works. Um, so it's it's just a there's always a disconnect like your arms are always up at your shoulder height, right? Um, that uh, that first person view that I saw there it looked really organic, but like you could definitely you know put yourself in that you know uh, in that situation so or in the spacesuit, uh, and that's kind of what captured me about that. I was like, oh man, I mean she's climbing up a little like rock face, right? Uh, and it felt like you could just kind of help push her up that fucking rock face because it was so, you know, lifelike. Yeah, it was it was pretty in, pretty intense. Right. Um, but just all I saw was a trailer so far. Keep an eye on it. It looked neat. What I what I saw there was neat. But yeah, that's the thing. Um, in the world of things that, um. You wouldn't like Rusty? Yeah. 
Um, there's something called The Day Before that's coming out that looks like it's kind of like Dead Rising meets Seven Days to Die. Oh, great. Another zombie game. Fucking amazing. Um, third person action game with a lot of crafting. Woohoo. Um, and zombies. <laughs> looks like the launch date for it is June 21st, 2023. No, 23. Literally watching the trailer as we talk. Oh my god, why? I'm okay with it. You're okay with it? That's fine. It's just, there's gonna be a, a, there's gonna be an oversaturation point. I mean, since it's something different and no zombies, there is a trailer for a game called Doctor Who, The Edge of Reality, uh, that just came out. I don't know how to make a Doctor Who game as fun as the series is to watch. Because a lot of what makes Doctor Who is the characters and the discovery of the story. Whereas, you know, it's not really... It is kind of action-packed, but not really. Well, I mean... Most of Doctor Who is... Well... The story. Yeah. Well, most Very of Doctor Who Very minimal fighting. Is, most of Doctor Who is Doctor Who. And the fact that he can walk into... With a couple of exceptions, he can walk into a war zone with no weapons whatsoever and defuse the situation or uh or somehow fuck up the uh, you know the the bad guys without really even lifting a finger um he does a lot of running and a lot of using a sonic screwdriver uh and somehow he makes it work or she um depending on the doctor that you're watching just um, say the doctor because right. i mean <clears throat> But uh, I'm, I'm gender and species mean nothing to Doctor. He's a Time Lord. Yeah, that's he's a Time Lord. She's a Time Lord. It's the skin suit he chooses to wear. It's not yeah. a choice. It's it's it totally is picked random. at random. Totally random. It, it is picked at random by the time stream. It's not like the Time Lords have any choice in the matter. It's still, I mean, Doctor Who would. How would you play a Doctor Who game? Like, uh, you know, to be honest, like, what would you do? Like, more of like a a mystery game, or like, I don't. I would imagine it'd have to be like essentially a first person point and click adventure. Well, I'm thinking more of like, you know, I don't know, not necessarily point and click. I think something more like Firewatch or something like that, like a narrative driven adventure. Right, something that you you know that you could have. Uh, like suspenseful moments in because you know the doctor does des- you know, definitely have. Oh, there, you know, I know su- there's a lot of suspense in it, but it's a little not very many. There's not any shooty shooty action really in Doctor Who. N- no, I mean, like I said, he actually will not pick up a gun. She, well, the doctor won't pick up a gun. Uh, <laughs> damn him for changing the fucking gender on us. Um. Uh, well, so I'm going to move on to things that will probably be more upsetting to you two than it is to me, because I know that you guys are big Vampire the Masquerade fans. Mm, yes. Bloodlines 2 is, so I'm a, I'm going off a website called kitguru.net, so mm. not quite canceled, but so it was announced in 2019, um, Heartsuit Labs was developing and aiming for a 2020 release date. Right. By late 2020. The creative leads in the project had left the game. Yep. And they needed to be delayed, right? So I think that was one of the ones that Chris Avalon was working on. And then Major Scandal came up. 
And Avalon wasn't able to be a part of that, and then other people were not be a, are not able to be a part of that. Right. Um, they wanted to continue to push the game forward, and they did consider scrapping it altogether. Yep. They didn't do that. So um, Paradox said that they lifted the game from the original developer, and they've had a long discussion on whether to end the game or to push it forward. This time, we're actually prepared to shut down proje- the project altogether. So, however, they've had pitches from other developers, and they seem convinced to push forward. They have not figured out what studio is going to pick up the project yet. So, that game is in development hell. Yep. Indefinite, you know. Uh, it's delayed indefinitely, as they say. Yep. Um, Which is a shame, because what we had seen so far was actually fairly good okay but what we saw was the same thing that we you know same amount of information that we saw of prey 2 and that didn't become a thing and you know what (laughs) that's true and we saw way more of scalebound and that still didn't become a thing so i'm entirely convinced it's in scalebound territory at this point right um uh if there's one game one game i would love to resurrect from the dead scalebound was it that's true. <laughs> I Something. was so looking forward to that game. <laughs> so if you want to replay Fallout 3 again without getting it on GOG, they finally removed the Games for Windows Live requirement that I had on Steam. Fucking the cancer that that is. Holy crap. So if you want to go through and mod that 13-year-old game and play it... Um, you can now. You can, because you had to... Ju- I actually, you this summer, mod. I was trying to dick with it, and for whatever reason, I couldn't quite get around the Games for Windows Live thing without several different mods, mm-hmm. and the amount of hoops I was having to jump through to just get the game to launch frustrated me, and I uninstalled <coughs> it. Wow. Like, I was just like, nope, not doing it right now. So, well, that is, that's actually, you know, good for... Uh, for game preservation, like game file preservation, um, if if you're into that type of thing, um, so uh, they had to, you know, remove a lot of that, you know, a lot of the hooks that was uh, Games for Windows Live, and that that's not an easy task. Once it was built in, it was kind of integrated into the game. Um, so, I mean, it was tied to the achievement system. It was tied to the login, all of it. So, um, it's a good thing. It's a very good thing. Um, they did something very similar with the uh, Prepare to Die edition of you know Dark Souls. That's why they were trying to get people to initially just use the upgrade option. Yep. Um, and get the uh, Dark Souls remastered. They were off on a discount for people who had the Prepare to Die edition because yep. of the Windows, you know, Games for Windows Live hook on it. So, so, yeah. Uh, um, some hardware news. Oh God, there was a Best Buy recently did a PS Five restock <laughs> earlier this week, and they chose to uh, put put access to this restock uh, at, behind their uh, what is it called again? Sorry. Their Total Tech subscription service. Behind a paywall? Yep. So, so you had bas- to be a member. Mm-hmm. 
So basically, uh, if you weren't a total tech member, then you weren't getting access to the restock. How much was and for to- anybody? For anybody who doesn't know, their total tech membership is two hundred dollars a year. <laughs> Fuck that! And <laughs> provide gives you around the clock technical support up to twenty four months of the product protection, free delivery, and a few other benefits. Access to exclusive. Electronics, yeah, yeah, etc. Et so basically, it gives you Geek Squad access, or is uh-huh. that is it is it Geek Squad access? Yeah, okay. Because tech support and Geek Squad are completely different things. Yeah. Um, I won't get into like the joke that is Geek Squad, but um, God, two hundred dollars. Do you have to buy the annual for you know to be able to yep. get it? You had to there, buy into there, the annual. You have to purchase it annually. So they were there scalping. Is, there is no other way. So this is just scalping with additional steps. You can't hear it, but I'm blinking hard. So so instead <laughs> yeah. of so instead of uh, paying some dirty dirtbag scalper on eBay or. Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist, the extra two hundred bucks for your PS Five. You're paying Best Buy. Fuck you, Best Buy. <laughs> I don't want your shit service. Have, uh, now to put me... this to put this in perspective. I mean, there we're calling there you are about lot, your extended warranty. <laughs> there are a lot of retailers that uh, do similar, but you're looking at, for example, uh, like GameStop. Their power up reward pro membership that gives you exclusive access or early access to consoles etc etc is $15 a year right Mm. Amazon Prime is $13 a month and gives you a shit ton of other services I mean yeah or even at its annual cost it is still $50 $50 cheaper than Best Buy's total tech membership. And you get next and, day shipping and shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Prime member, so I, I know. And uh, you get Prime Video and Prime Music and yada, 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 yada. Yeah, and, and one free Twitch sub every month. And, yeah. You know. So, yeah. fuck you, Best Buy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's some bullshit. Um... That is wow. Um, okay. Well, wow. Uh, having sold extended warranties for years, um, that this is. I know that they're looking to like bolster their I mean, their income I, on that. I get what their strategy is here. <clears throat> they they're leveraging the demand for PS5 to get subscriptions to their services. And here's the thing. I don't have a problem with supporting them as a retailer because I really, I really think that everything going 100% online is not healthy for the ecosystem at all. But at the same time, when was the last time I went to the, be- to a Best Buy? Oh yeah. When was the last time I needed to go take a shit? <laughs> I mean, 
that, that was the that's the thing. <laughs> I every time I go into a Best Buy, I make uh, I make a beeline to just lay down the most massive dump possible in their fucking bathrooms because it just happens to be that I way. Mean, granted, um, there is a history of you you and I eating extremely greasy food together and then immediately before going, going to, into a best buy well, let's go to a fucking best buy and walk around for a little bit so that we can walk <laughs> uh, we can work this shit out now, literally um i mean i i go best buy more frequently than you do but that's just because there's one fairly close to my house well there's one close to mine it, I, I, it's on my way home from work and there is a certain convenience when when i do need something mm. Of being able to just order it in the app and pick it up in the store. Well, that's fine if they have the stuff. The. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean to do that. Bullshit. You about doubled over. You're fucking like ripping ass right here in the middle of a sentence. And and he's like. Fucking full-on ab flex. This is what your paywall does to me, Best Buy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is it a makes small, him gassy. This is a small room, guy. That means anyway. you need to start talking fast. <laughs> this gas is getting to me. Um, no, the... Uh, yeah, I haven't been to you know been inside of Best Buy in probably two years. Yeah. Um, the uh, the thing about you know about the Best Buy thing is, yes, I know, you know, taking away brick and mortar stores kind of sucks, but they don't also they also don't carry anything, and that's the yeah, problem that's... is that they're kind of like shooting themselves in the foot by not carrying shit. Uh, and if they That's don't true. carry it, then I'm only going to give them a couple chances to actually carry what I need. And if they don't have what I need, I'm not going to go back. Yeah, you especially know? when it relates to PC hardware. And I mean, there's they're really bare bones when it comes to PC hardware. Yeah. So I mean, I know there are certain a few very select stores that that carry uh, current PC hardware, but the vast majority of their stores carry stuff that's four or five years old for fucking console peasants. Um, um, and like it, for example, let's say your monitor dies today. I, I am internally if, crying. If you try, if you try walking into Best Buy to get a halfway decent monitor and by halfway decent, I mean, like, 1440 with a 60 hertz refresh rate instead of 120 or better. Uh You can't get it. Not in that store. I'm I'm still mourning my ultra-wide in my head, so... (laughs) You're, You're better off walking into Walmart and buying one of the small Vizios with a... With a 120 hertz refresh rate at 1080p. Or I could just order something on Amazon and have it next day. Maybe. No, I will have it next day. That's just the way that that's going to be. If it's in stock. Because that's a thing now. 
Yeah, monitors are generally more in stock than you think. Like they don't necessarily like fly off the shelves. Um, they don't have the same. I don't think they have the same demand as the video cards do. It, that's what more what I mean. They don't have the same distribution of monitors around all the fulfillment centers. But, but the ones that I was looking at, and I have been, you know, looking at fourteen forty uh, monitors uh, recently. Yeah, because. I mean, not necessarily, I don't necessarily want to get rid of my ultrawide because I'm kind of used to it. Um, but for, you know, setting up for streaming, I was looking yeah. at a 16 by 9, you know, 1440. Well, I, um, I agree. I, now that I've got more of a permanent run for for an HDMI cable. Right. Uh, to my office space in my bedroom. Right. I'm hoping next year i can get a 1440 monitor so i've been watching them yeah i mean i don't need i don't need anything like too big but it'd just be nice to have a permanent monitor in there it's just the the monitor tech is still available if you get especially if you get monitor tech that doesn't have like the g-sync you know if you get a free sync or something that's you know that's uh, handled by the you know the graphics card doesn't have a processor in it basically Uh, then they're going to be, you know, A, cheaper, and B, they're going to be more available. Yeah. But also, adding to our hardware woes, NVIDIA had an announcement this week that they will be releasing not another, you know, budget, hopefully budget-friendly kind of mid-tier card to help out the GPU shortage. No. No. What are they spending their silica on? Mm-hmm. A 3090 Ti. Who wants it? I do, of course. Obviously. Um. <laughs> I mean, sure, go spend three grand on a new card. Three? Okay. <laughs> um, what? I mean, what? What are you going gonna to stop me? No? Uh, what? Okay, so... so the 3090 I, I don't T- see how 3090 ti okay i'm i'm trying to find like you know what does hard... it have more ram or what does it have i don't know um is this is this still a rumor or has this been confirmed no it's been confirmed uh where there are no there's no specific uh specs on it specifically with ram but they're uh because nvidia hasn't released it they just basically confirm that they're doing it uh but speculation right now is that it's going to be a a a gpu with a tpd of up to 400 watts and fuck me seriously yeah and uh which is a hundred watt increase over the 3090 holy fuck yeah uh the new pcie gen 5 standard okay and let's see here sorry i'm digging through specs in an article which is not uh so it still has the Formatic 24 gigs. Great. It has 24 gigs of DDR6 uh, GDR memory. Of course, this is all the rumored stuff. Yeah. So um, 
256 more CUDA cores. Two, two additional RT cores. Right. And then uh, 1.5 gigabits per second uh, uh, VRAM uh, clock uh, increase. So it'd be 21 gigabits per second instead of 19.5. Yep. And rumored pop that it may be pushing the RAM from 24 to 32 gigabits. So that that part's not confirmed yet. Okay, so considering that that is basically, you know, the rumor is, was the 3,000 of uh, rumored price? Basically what this is, is this is a a very highly binned GPU um, that has additional RT cores and you know, a handful, like 256 CUDA cores, when, you can, when you're looking at a, uh, a card that has 10,000 CUDA cores. 256 is kind of small amount, like a small bump. You're basically um, just getting <clears throat> into status. Right, so it's, you know, the 3090 is overkill anyway. For pretty much everybody that has one, it's overkill for what they do. Um, the, uh, they didn't need to do a TI. What they did was they just found, you know, really highly been silicon, held it back and then said, we're going to kind of regenerate the hype by doing a. Essentially what Rusty's saying is that the way that silicon comes out is it comes out in different grades, the same way that diamonds come out in different grades or gold comes out in different grades, right? Because it's such a small tech, right? Like some tech can handle if more than others, essentially. So you get, yeah, it's, you get a very, it's like select version coffee or something, right? Like this well, was because this came out. If, if with the get, ability to have this many cores, we only had a handful that could handle this. Well, now we're going to charge a right. premium. The, this is a silica lottery, right? This well, is in effect. What Rust, Rusty's saying is what the higher bin silica is the same as a, a gold-rated GPU from Intel, well, basically. So, just the just very basic explanation of what binning is. Say you have a round wafer of silicon, they make 100 GPUs on that silicon. Okay? 20 of those is going to be 3090 GPUs, because they have a much higher quality. Yep. Okay? The quality is not going to be the same across the wafer. Okay. Nope. So 20 of those is 3090s. 40 of those is 3080s. You know, another 20 of those is 3070s and so on. But of the 3090s, a couple of those might actually be better than the general 3090 stock. They will take those, set them aside, and then, uh, and that's what's called binning. They'll, you know, they'll bin them based off of their performance. And then they'll be able to push them a little bit more. And then they'll just create additional um, models or SKUs based off of those bins. So that's how you end up with 3080, 3080 Ti, 3090, 3090 Ti, and so on. Uh, Same thing with the supers and all of the different, you know, all of the different names for these things. They just have more cores available to it uh, from the initial manufacturing. <clears throat> so it's not always the case, but that's basically how you know how the bare silicon works. 
Um, what they need is, you know, and what they need to do is they just need to have more silicon available, not necessarily better pinned. So they're just releasing the stuff that they've been holding back as an, as another higher price model. And nobody needs it. Literally nobody needs a 3090 TI. Literally nobody. No. Probably maybe one person out of a thousand or more would probably be able to use a 3090 TI to its maximum extent and considering the the rumors here those these numbers that's not even one percent that's not one percent that's you're you're getting very very little performance for that twice the price even video editors unless you're talking about regularly editing eight or 12k raw footage which not many do right you can't even use it up the thing is the 3090 right now is CPU bound anyway. Mm-hmm. Outside of a, outside of a really balling like, let's just say a, a what is it the? You can so you big, me and Russ the big have, AMD G, CPU. There are ways for you to push your card like yeah, but it doesn't even make sense. So like Wolfenstein New Blood, you can crank up to 8K. Yeah. Um, but nobody at this table has 8K anything. Right. Well, like, then, there's just, you're just getting into a stu- like, you could push certain games without DLSS, but I honestly cannot tell the difference between DLSS on and off, even on a 55-inch TV. I can tell the difference in performance, not necessarily the video In performance, quality. but yeah, video quality you don't see, and so it's like, no. let me just turn on I the mean, magic button. Right. When... You know, the only the way you can tell button, right? the only way you can tell video quality between DLSS on or off is if you do have a 4K monitor that's running at 240 hertz or some stupid crap like that. It's it, I don't I ha, I know I have a 3090. Um, I don't use you know I don't use it all. There's there's no way that I'm going to be able to use it all. I also nope. think that I also think I might have to actually. Uh, change the cooling solution on my 3090 that's a side you know side note i've noticed that my uh, temperature started to spike you think you're gonna have to water block it um i might not have to water block it but i might need to actually change uh uh maybe change the thermal paste i think that there's something going on with it playing final fantasy 14 at you know at the highest settings shouldn't be pegging the fans on my you know on my video card to 100 percent. that's just shouldn't happen um so <clears throat> yeah <laughs> i forget does your case have a mesh front or my case has 10 fans in it sir it's got plenty of airflow <laughs> my case is the fucking lee and lee fucking fishbowl uh with three fans in the bottom three fans up on you know on the fucking you know side three fans on the top and a back fan <laughs> and the fucking video card has three fans in it. I've got fans and I've got fans for Fan City, sir. Uh, there should be no, uh, and I keep my uh, apartment at a nice, chilly seventy degrees at all times. So you may have to water cool it. I I don't know what the deal is. I think it might not have. Uh, it it might not have a good. Uh, 
cooling solution, like the 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 thermal interface, might not be good. Yeah. Have you tried managing the fans with afterburner and see yeah, if? Yeah, I, I've managed the fans. I've watched you know watched it under load and and whatnot. It's it, it's getting too hot for what it's doing. So, and that is actually fairly common with 3080s and 3090s is that uh, sometimes the, the cooling solution might be a little off kilter uh, and they just need to be, you know, basically pulled off, cleaned off, new thermal, uh, uh, thermal paste put on there and then, you know, reseeded properly so that it has good contact. I mean, they were hammering these things out as fast as they can, you know, as, fa- as fast as they can go, and they were sold before they left the fucking, you know, manufacturing floor. So, I mean, <laughs> you know how things go. That's oh, how, yeah. you know, some, you know, there might be a screw loose someplace, and they just need to tighten her down. True. <clears throat> so, I don't know, man. Um, they just need to have more. Uh, more GPUs available. It seems like that might be a thing that could be coming in the future, but I mean, we have to wait for it. Don't care. (laughs) Right. You don't care, but there are people that I know that still need to have graphics cards and Mm. would rather them get a 3070 or 3080 since if they can. Yes. Um, I would not recommend a 3090 to anybody. You know, especially if they're a gamer, I would not recommend a 3090 at all. Yeah. Uh, the only reason why I picked up a 3090 is because it was the literally the only 30 series that I could get my hands on, and I said, fuck it. So. <laughs> it was the first one he got a card on. Yeah, 3080 is what I was going for, and eventually got it too. Anyways, are we good? I'm fine. Um, Yeah, there's... I'm not really seeing there's, much else. There's other shit out there. Um, I heard something about, you know, uh, just because I hate EA, uh, I, I laugh every time EA gets a uh, uh, gets a little bit of karma. Um, FIFA is one of uh, EA's biggest uh, sellers. Yes, the soccer game. Yes, FIFA is infamous in some people's minds including myself because i got hacked by fifa um or a fifa player that actually got into my uh xbox account but um the fifa license for the name fifa is you know is expiring soon and ea needs to re uh re-up their license for it uh and the association behind fifa you know the the FIFA Association itself said, "Okay, you can renew that. Uh, you, you can renew that. You know that license. It's going to cost you a billion dollars. <laughs> Shit, just for FIFA, just the name EA FIFA. Soccer. That's. <laughs> I almost guarantee you they're not going to do it uh, because a billion dollars to use the name FIFA." That's, I mean, that's it. That's the brand, FIFA. Most people our age haven't made a million dollars in a year, and this is a million, million. Yeah. A billion dollars with a B. What? (laughs) So, um, yeah, that's a thing. Uh, And EA can go fuck themselves. I think it's just, I I think it's poetic. Um, But, yeah, 
they hold the license to Bioware, though. The uh, the situation behind, well, fuck FIFA in particular. Um, but not a fan. Somebody's bought some kind of FIFA add-on shit through my Xbox account. Yeah, same years ago. Yep, same here. Uh, I was hacked by you know have they took like a hundred and fifty bucks out of my account for that shit, uh, and they can go fuck themselves. Um, the thing about the the FIFA games though is that the names for the players uh, and the likenesses for the players for each game is individual contracts with the players. So. Even if they was to rebrand the game name, like, you know, EA Soccer, uh, for instance, um, they would still have the contracts for the players. They probably already have the contracts going, so they're going to have to do something. Right. So they don't necessarily have a contract so that it would be in a FIFA game. It would just be like something, you know, you know, soccer related Um, or football. Depends on where you are at in the in the world. Uh, but yeah, that I, I thought that was fun, fun fact, fun fun stuff. I'm done. Let's go. All right, Jason, where can you find us? Find us at tiltcast.com. <clears throat> find us on Facebook and Twitter.com/slash tiltcast. Our YouTube channels YouTube.com/slash real tiltcast, and search for us on iTunes and Spotify. Subscribe. Find friends of the show. You got Pupcast. You got For the Love of Gaming. You got Cabbage KBG. You got NoQuarters.net bmfcast.com and tvgp.tv they'll also be playing back for blood and with that it's the end of the show all right peace